Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Let's check out who won at this year's Game Awards. For December 8th, 2023, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in just about five minutes. Coming up, the FTC makes a last-ditch effort against Microsoft. Twitch is pulling out of South Korea, and we'll check out the week that was in video game news with the Friday Replay. Last night was the 2023 Game Awards, and to get ahead of my predictions, no, there was no Elden Ring Shadow of the Erdtree reveal, nor Death Stranding 2 announcement. However, Hideo Kojima revealed his long-rumored exclusive project with Microsoft called Overdose, and... I'm not really sure how to describe it. The revealed trailer was several talking heads in a black void talking about a purple dinosaur eating a singing fox? Though looking through the description of the trailer, Overdose is a joint project with film director Jordan Peele, the director behind some of the best horror movies of the last decade, such as Get Out and Nope. The game itself is billed as a hybrid experience of a video game and a movie. Sadly, there's no tentative release date, much like most of Kojima's projects as of late. Moving on to other game reveals, Don't Nod, the developer behind Life is Strange, revealed their next project called Lost Records, Bloom and Rage, which looks to be a horror take on the Life is Strange formula. Lost Records, Bloom and Rage is slated for late 2024. Square Enix came prepared to the Game Awards this year, showing off two of their most highly anticipated games. The first one was the release date trailer for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which is slated for February 29, 2024. Rebirth looks to be following most of the story beats from the original FF7 right up until Aerith's death scene. 
Though like the FF7 remake, there seems to be several deviations from the original game. Square Enix also revealed not one, but two DLCs for Final Fantasy XVI. The first one, Echoes of the Fallen, released last night right after the Game Awards. Set in a new area known as Sage Spire, a long-abandoned fallen tower inhabited by a group of suspicious traitors. Clive and his friends are tasked with investigating Sage Spire. The second DLC, Rising Tide, is slated for a Spring 2024 release and adds the icon Leviathan as well as the new area of Mysidia to explore. Both DLCs add new weapons and monsters as well as raise the level cap of the original game. All right, now on to the awards. Unsurprisingly, Baldur's Gate 3 was the biggest winner last night with six total awards, including Game of the Year, Best Community Support, Best RPG, Best Multiplayer, Player Voice, and Best Performance by Neil Newbon. Alan Wake 2 also had a great night, snagging three total awards for Best Narrative, Best Art Direction, and Best Game Direction. The last award I'm going to cover is Best Score and Music. Final Fantasy XIV and XVI composer Masayoshi Soken finally got the recognition he deserves, winning the award for his work on Final Fantasy XVI. Overall, this year's Game Awards was a mixed bag, with several announcements of big new releases and DLC, but the Game Awards are starting to feel like there's more emphasis put on the trailers instead of the actual, you know, awards. That being said, though, like always, these presentations are far too large to condense entirely here on the show. So if you'd like to check out the full three-hour presentation, a convenient link will be in today's show description. On Wednesday, the Federal Trade Commission renewed their fight against Microsoft over its $68.7 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Lawyers representing the FTC appeared in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals to try and block the merger once again. FTC counsel Ahmad Abiyad argued that the FTC was held to a way too high standard by the lower courts, telling the three judges that the FTC only had to prove that there was potential for Microsoft to withhold games from other platforms, rather than prove that the merger was entirely anti-competitive. Abiyad cited Microsoft's previous acquisition of ZeniMax in 2020, where Microsoft made every release post-Deathloop an Xbox and PC exclusive. Microsoft's counsel Rakesh Kilaru argued the contrary, stating that the standard that the FTC is arguing is way too low of a bar. The Ninth Circuit grilled both attorneys, with Judge Daniel Collins in particular taking considerable issues with the FTC's arguments. Collins further asserted that adjudicating this case once again seems moot given Microsoft's concessions with rival companies. Overall, it's interesting that the FTC is taking another stab at this merger. However, it's quite unlikely that the Ninth Circuit will overturn the lower court's decision, leaving the FTC with only one option, to appeal this case to the Supreme Court. And again, I highly doubt the FTC will see a difference in opinion with the current conservative majority. Earlier this week, CEO of Twitch Dan Clancy announced that the streaming platform would be closing down entirely in South Korea. 
Clancy stated that high operation cost in South Korea as the reason why Twitch will be ceasing operations. He further cited that Twitch spends 10 times the amount on network costs in South Korea than most other countries, despite trying to solve it by capping all stream qualities at 720p. Clancy also got ahead of speculation on the whole company, citing that Twitch and himself have been open about the ongoing challenges to make South Korean streaming sustainable for the platform. Clancy finishes his statement addressing Korean streamers directly, stating that Twitch will be working with South Korean streaming platforms to migrate streamers and audiences to those platforms. This transition will be happening from now until Twitch ultimately ceases operations on February 24th, 2024. Now, this really isn't a surprising outcome. For the last couple of years, South Korean telecommunication companies have been feuding with tech giants like Google and streaming services like Netflix. It was only this last September when Netflix finally reached a settlement with South Korea broadband over these expensive network fees. However, the settlement agreement has not been publicly disclosed. Similarly, the agreements between Twitch and Korean internet service providers have been hidden behind a non-disclosure agreement. It's Friday, and this is where we like to read some podcast reviews. And today's review comes to us from Kyle I, who left a five-star review on Amazon titled Concise and Timely Gaming News. Kyle I says, quote, Let's Play is the perfect addition to your morning routine, gaming news to keep you current when you chat with your friends or coworkers, and brief enough to keep pace with that first mug of caffeine. Where Nate's other audio endeavors such as the podcast Limit Break Radio or WDET's Culture Shift's One Update shows his ability to explore topics with an eye towards entertaining or explaining. Here with the vital help of Aaron and Pillin, he shows his ability to be informative and concise. Point being, you want this podcast in your morning, and you want to keep an ear out for their other efforts, too. Thank you so much, Kyle I, for the review. We really appreciate it. Be like Kyle I, and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Podchaser, and Amazon. All right, with it being Friday, let's check out some of the biggest stories from this week in gaming with the Friday Replay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Epic Games vs. Google court case might come to an interesting conclusion. 
During last Thursday's court proceedings, it was revealed that Epic and Google had never attempted to settle this dispute out of court, which prompted Judge James Donato to ask Epic what their goals of this antitrust lawsuit actually are. Epic boiled their request down to three points. One, for the freedom for Epic and other application developers to open their own app stores on Android devices. Two, the freedom to use their own billing systems. And three, for the courts to grant an injunction against Google to make sure that, quote, Google cannot reintroduce the same problems through some alternative creative solution. Judge Donato then argued that the first two requests could be accomplished with a settlement agreement, citing a previous court case that Google settled with the music streaming platform Spotify. In case you were wondering, Spotify was able to get Google to agree to allow them to use their own billing systems. Now for the third request, Judge Donato explained that the law as it stands can't grant injunctions that boil down to don't break the law, telling Epic Games if Google does attempt to circumvent the settlement agreement, Epic would have to file another antitrust lawsuit. Following this interaction, Judge Donato ruled that Epic must file its settlement requests officially. He also ruled that Google must respond to Epic's requests by, oh, today, look at that. So depending on how Google responds, we could see this case settled, which could prevent what's currently happening with Epic Games versus Apple. Both parties have appealed previous court decisions and are currently waiting on the Supreme Court to approve or deny to hear this appeal. Overall, if Google accepts Epic's settlement requests, we will start to see other application stores pop up on Android, finally opening up the Android application market to other developers to compete against Google. While Electronic Arts is still a meme when it comes to how it actually makes its money, EA has been pretty consistent with its Accessibility First patent pledge. All the way back in 2021, EA announced this pledge and released five accessibility patents into the public domain, allowing any game developer to implement the same solutions EA has for several disabilities and medical issues, including vision, hearing, speaking, and cognitive issues. EA has continued this pledge last week by releasing their photosensitivity analysis tool as open source. The tool is called Iris and gives developers a way to check gameplay for flashing lights or rapidly changing spatial patterns, allowing developers to catch gameplay that aggravates epilepsy and photosensitivity issues. On top of Iris, EA has released an additional four patents that focus on motor, cognitive, and visual disabilities. Overall, EA's Accessibility First patent pledge is a great boon to game development because it gives developers around the world the ability to implement these accessibility solutions without having to invent or reverse engineer them. And the more accessibility options a game has, the better potential it has to reach an audience that has been neglected by the video game industry. Rockstar initially planned to release their first trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6 Tuesday morning. However, the trailer leaked Monday evening, forcing Rockstar to officially release the trailer early. And honestly, it's probably the best trailer we've gotten for a game all year, which shows with the 50 million views this trailer has got within the first 10 hours of being posted. While it's a short minute and a half trailer, Rockstar has pulled out all of the stops, showing off the fictional state of Leonidas 
Alaska, which is the entire state, not just the Vice City area. Rockstar has also improved graphics from GTA 5 and even Red Dead Redemption 2, with every frame of this trailer being damn near photorealistic, which is pretty remarkable because Rockstar's trailers are always rendered inside the game itself, meaning that this trailer most likely reflects what we're going to be seeing when it finally releases in 2025. Now, I normally don't get on the hype train for games, but I'm genuinely looking forward to what Rockstar has cooking for GTA 5, and what few expectations I had going into this trailer have been completely blown out of the water. On December 1st, workers at Experius Game Solutions voted overwhelmingly to unionize under the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers, amounting to 42 quality assurance testers and data software analysts in the seventh unionized video game studio in the U.S. To recap from October, Experius's staff sought unionization to tackle issues of pay disparity, poor work-life balance, and an unsafe workplace. And it seems Seems like the IAM will be fighting for solutions to these issues in the coming contract negotiations, with the IAM stating that they are seeking not just a livable wage, but a family-supporting wage, as well as addressing the burnout, crunch, and lack of job security staff have faced at Experius. Overall, this year alone has seen a monumental push for unionization within the gaming industry. Hopefully, this momentum continues into 2024, and more video game workers hold their employers to account for these poor working conditions. All right, well, that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back tomorrow for even more video game news. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Podchaser, and Amazon. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Blue Sky at LloydFFXI. You can follow me on Twitter at NateBenderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash LimitBreakRadio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.